What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. Wise Guys podcast starring Uche and QDZ. All right. 21-21. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. For Sheezy. It's way too easy. Wait, wait, wait. Can we start that over? Yo, 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 it's the ill-advised wise guys. I, I am your boy Uche. I got my boy. Q- Why does that Deezy. not sound right still? For Sheezy. Why does that not sound right still? Wait, you can hear it? No, 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 no. The, the way I even flipped the intro, that just didn't that just didn't feel right. Didn't feel right coming out of my out of my mouth. Pause. Um Let's start it again. Absolutely. Positively, absolutely. Yo, 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 yo. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy, Uche. I got my boy. QDZ for Sheezy. Woo! Up in the BZ. As in business office. If you didn't know. BZ, business office. Just combined together. I don't Um, don't know. Nah, you failed that. What about Yellow BZ? Yellow BZ! Isn't that a rapper? Yeah, you know. Yeah, Yellow Beezy. I don't know any of his songs, but yeah. I'm Yellow Beezy. QDZ. Trying to be the next Yellow Beezy. Hey, hey, Ye- Yellow Beezy, because you got a Yellow Lakers jersey on that you need to uh, uh, give back to uh, the, the state of California. You know what sucks? This this Lakers jersey depreciated in value in about one day. It's about $100 less than so, I can get from the market So soon as it. you drove that joint off the lot. And I dry cleaned this damn thing you dry, twice. You dry cleaned it? Yes. You dry clean jerseys? Don't disrespect the king. Are jerseys supposed to be dry clean? dry clean LeBron's. I'm not. You can't dry clean anybody's jersey. So if I dry clean, I will my, not dry clean Roy Hachimura's jersey. So if I dry, so if I dry clean my my Ben Simmons jersey, would I be wrong? Mm, I wouldn't dry clean it, but I wouldn't dry it. Like I would wash, wash it, it and hang it, hang it up because there's certain clothes and deserve I'm, that. I'm type with of you. Respect. I'm with you. Yeah, he doesn't. Ben, ben Simmons. Not yet. Until Ben Simmons learn how to shoot, until he gets a jump shot. Then we then we gonna put his in the in in the damn drying. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna use rinse for his. Have you ever used rinse? Yeah, rinse. Yeah. The rinse app. Cold rinse. Oh r- no 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 no. The app. app. The oh, dry cleaning I app. You meant cold rinse. I was like, oh hell yeah, cold rinse. That's what you you know got quality clothes. You cold rinse that bad boy. Nah man. Nah man. Um. This is episode 54. 54, 54. A.K.A. Jeremiah Trotter. I'm back with my A.K.A.'s. Oh, God, please stop. Yeah, And that's it. No more AKAs. And that's where I stop. I've, I've already unprogrammed that from my brain. Hey, remember that guy? 
Jeremiah Tri. I'm a. He, did he play for uh, that guy was, the that guy was Giants? Uh, he he played Giants. for like everybody in the NFC he East. Played for Redskins. He, he played, played for everybody. Eagles. He played for everybody. Well, minus the Cowboys, I believe. Yeah, he he played for everybody. I remember Jeremiah Trotter. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember him. Number fifty four, man. Yeah. yeah, he was one of those players when I would play Madden. I would just always have the you know my controller on. You know what I mean? Like, all right, all right, as long as Jeremiah Trotter is in the middle, I can get to anybody. Wait, you let the computer play for you? I got that computer love. For, for, hey, hey, you a sucker. For, wait, wait. The, wait, the you, computer, let, the, you let the computer play for you? Certain, you know, you can go from like one player to another player. Yo. But typically, I would leave it in the, 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 the that safety guy. That was a great tackler slash kind of fast guy. Man, all I know is this. There's two types of people in this world when it comes to video games. is the people who use computer love and the people who don't. Listen. I was always the type that likes, at least later on in my career, when you when when I really got good, I was like, okay, I got to be a part of every play. If the ball is going that way, that I'm, joint is scary though. You got to do Balls it, man. Up in the air, you got to be. Oh I, shoot! And you start moving. If like the this. ball, if the ball, <laughs> dude, that's number one. If the ball yeah. is ever up in the air, I, it's got to be me. You gotta, I cannot you gotta allow the points. computer you gotta to points. go for this because because I'm gonna be pissed when he gets mossed. You know. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Uh, I had a bad controller. Well, that's because you threw them a lot. I did. I used to because you were some shit. At my brother, when <laughs> after we would play, listen, he you, would win. Listen, I was, he, about, he I was would, about to say you're not throwing them if you're winning. He would foul Shaq <laughs> out. Sorry, Shaq would. He would always pick Lakers uh-huh. on NBA 2K, and Shaq back in the day was the most unstoppable player to play against on that game. He would foul out my whole team and then brag about winning. And then By the end, in overtime, I would have Stefan Marbury guarding Shaq. That's how many people I have left. Damn. It would be bad. Man, we had some battles back in the day, man. Hey, man. That was like NBA 2K1. That was NBA 19. You mean NBA 2K? <laughs> 19K. NBA 1900. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we have a, uh, a jam-packed show for you guys. I'm very excited. It's a Saturday. We about to eat some crawfish. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We about to eat yeah, some yeah. real good food. True, true, true. About to true, drink true. good. About to whoop yeah. some people in beer pong and shuffleboard if that game is available. Yeah, I kick, I kick is ass. Is that game called shuffleboard? Four times. Is, is that the game? It is shuffleboard. Four time champion. Fam, fam, I'm the one who was carrying no, us. No, you weren't carrying us. I team, carried bro. us. Bro, I hit Bro, I was literally Kawhi Leonard bro. in against the freaking no, 76ers. I, listen, That's facts. I had a knee problem. <laughs> okay. It was so bad. Okay. I was doing so well. They're negotiating right now to bring me back who, to the team. Who the hell and I'm not sure I want to come back to the team, dog. I don't know if I want to come back. Fam. You know, they're going to uh, they're going to have to sign some other free agents. Look. And then, you know, I got to shun LA. Yeah. Uh all I know is this. You I think you're negotiating with yourself because motherfucker, I'm the GM of the team. How the hell and you I am yet to hear any the of these GM, offers. But ninety nine percent of the time you had a drink in your hand. What? GMs ain't drinking on the job. You, Says who? You, 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 you irresponsible human being. You ever seen Masai Ujiri? He was not drinking. Masai Ujiri looks people. drunk every time you see him. He, does look he looks wasted. He does. He does look oh, just because I don't see a drink in his hand don't mean he ain't wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm dead ass, yo. He every time he looks drunk. He does. His shirt always looks like it's coming off. <laughs> right. One part unbuttoned all the time. Hey, hey, shout out to the uh, Toronto Raptors, man. Um, Drake had nothing to do with this title, but I know people are gonna Drake make it seem like. Drink. What did they say? Drink. Drake. Drake. 
Drake had nothing to do with this title, but people are going to try to make it seem like he did. This is all Kawhi Leonard and, and Fred Van Vliet. And all right? Kyle Lowry. Stop, stop oh, and Kyle disrespecting Lowry. Kyle Lowry. And, 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 y'all going y'all gonna to stop disrespecting and Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam. That's fine. That's fine. Siakam. That's my man. I, lo- I and, love Siakam's and, game, man. And, 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 and nobody wants to say it. I mean, I don't want to blame Jesus, but what? Not Jesus. Let's not blame what Jesus. What the hell? What? Karma? I don't know what you want to call, but all the damn injuries that happened mm. to the Golden State Warriors. Let's just put it that, that way. Like it, it's that was a big part. Uh, I think so. Toronto won. And unfortunately, I hate saying that. Yeah, I hate saying that. But hey, it is what it is. It is. It is. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Let's start the show, man. What's What's new on the streets, man? What What's new, man? What's new? Uh, let's see. We just came back from Austin. I'll Austin give you that. Austin was beautiful. Austin, Texas. Austin was beautiful. We, Austin, we Texas to, was cool. I got to kick some ass in some basketball. Austin, uh, Texas kick was. Some ass in you know, surprisingly, ball. Austin, Texas reminded me of a very modern city, and yeah. I really didn't even. Think that I was in Texas. What are you trying to say about Texas? You trying to say Texas is hey, always sh- behind? Sh- okay. Sh- All right. Let me uh, sip this tea. We have listeners in Texas, so uh, let me sip this tea. Uh, well, uh, that's actually peach. Uh, we have listeners in Texas. <sighs> I would never disrespect the listeners in Texas because we appreciate y'all support as always. Let but me sip on no, this. Austin, Texas was tight, man. Let me uh, sip on this Zima. People still drink that. <laughs> yeah. Zima. Anyway, man. Shout out, like I said, shout out to everybody out there uh, from Texas. Let's start the show, man. Let's just do this. Texas, Can we start the show already? Amazing. I want to get to this music. This, man, I had a taco, taco de muerte. You had a, man, you had a, you had a was, taco. It was so good. A taco. My man David, taco and waterboard, water burger. But yeah, sorry. Let's start the show. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. What's the throne? So. With the first album on the Watch the Throne segment, we got Chris Brown with his quadruple disc album, Indigo. Why do I think this is a quadruple disc album? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, he he has about, uh, what, 35 songs or something like that? Yeah, 35. I don't even want to know what the fuck the double disc, or I'm sorry, the, the deluxe version is going to look like. Because when he did this on his last project, Heartbreak on the Full Moon, it included like an additional, I think, eight to ten songs or something like that, which was crazy because that one had 50 songs on the original. So I think I'll start off here. You mind? No problem. All right. So Chris Brown is... 32 songs, by the way. Is it 32? Yes. Okay. Did you just count them? No, I just saw it. Okay. So... Chris Brown just dropped his new album, and, you know, it's safe to say that he's he's the hardest-working artist, in, in, at least in, in, in our generation right now, musically speaking. I don't really think there's anybody that's really outworking him. I mean, because when you start talking about 35 songs that you actually put out to the world, I start to think... Well, how many songs did you fucking make to even get down to 32? I'm sure he made triple the amount. On the last album, he put out 50 songs. How many did he make to get down to 50 songs? Probably 100. 
And that's not to mention all the songs that he he collaborates on just over the years, whether it's DJ Khaled, you know, providing verses here and there for a Tiger. Uh, 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 I mean, he works with everybody in the industry. Chris Brown is like probably one of the most plugged in artists. Again, of our I think of our generation. So with all that being said, I respect this man's work ethic even before I get into this music review of, of the actual album itself. When you start getting into the music, though, I feel like, you know, for the most part, the music is very good. Some of my favorite songs, man, it's just that that just even though I heard this album, No Guidance, we talked about it on the last podcast. No Guidance is still freaking fire. I mean, No Guidance is arguably, at least to me, one of the best songs of the year. That's how good that's how good that song is. So. Another one of the songs that I really, really like is Red. Um, you know, Red has that that Chris Brown signature sound. And really, I think throughout this whole project, he 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 really, I think, establishes himself and really provides a lot of uh, sort of, you know, dominance in the fact that, you know, Chris Brown really has his own sound. He really does. And, and, and so anybody that even tries to even come in his pop-ish, hip-hop-ish, R&B-ish lane. Like, the, the the genres are so blended when it comes with him because even though he doesn't rap as much as he used to, you know, in past years, especially when he was collaborating with Tyga on on on, on mixed, uh, on, on, their, on their joint projects, um, he still finds a way to give us his his melodic, singy rap, you know, style of, of, of singing. So I really appreciate that because it actually sounds very good. He's 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 arguably the 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 best at that. Um, I hate the song called "Temporary Lover" with Lil Jon. It's not my style. I'm not feeling it. But I do love the way that this album started out. At least the first half of this joint, minus that Lil Jon song. I mean, really, to to me, the intro was very strong. Indigo, back to love. Oh, I love that song when it came out. I really did. It, it, it really had that replay value that I that that made me continuously keep playing it. It'll be a song people forget. <clears throat> well, on this really, al- really quality, dude. Yeah, on this album. On this album, yes, it. it gets drowned out. I I agree with that. It, it definitely gets drowned out. But again, on its own, that song is fire. And I think here's my thing with Chris Brown though, and and I I think he's so underappreciated, right? The reason why I say he's so underappreciated is because. The speed in which music is happening and people are dropping music these days, you know, albums come and go within a week or two, you know, we start to devalue. And it's like it's really a subconscious thing. I feel like we start to devalue albums and just how much it actually how much went into actually making the music. I say all that to say for about 80 percent of the songs on this on this long ass album. If he put out those songs as singles, you would be like, wow, Chris Brown, you're fucking uh, Chris Brown's back. You'd be like, yo, Chris Brown is back. He's back again. He has a new single. This shit is fire. But like when he but but when you put it all to when you put all of these fire ass songs together, it's almost like he does a disservice to himself. And I know that's not the intent of it, but that's sort of my overall opinion, which is. I personally believe that this album is very, very good. 
I think the music is strong. There's only a really a few songs on there that I'm really not feeling like that. Uh, the Lil John song is one. I can think of a couple others uh, off the top, but I'm not going to waste your time because I do not remember the names. There's that many songs, guys. There's that many. <laughs> um, overall, though, I think it's a really good album. It's a really good album. And I wish he were to have... I wish I wish what, what Chris Brown would do different that some of these other artists do, like a like a future, right? And future just starts. He just started doing this. Young Thug sort of does it, where he will stagger out his music a little bit more, right? So, for example, instead of releasing a thirty-five song album, just release five, seven song EPs. Do you know how 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 much more impactful that would be, as opposed to overwhelming people with this many songs? Because listen, we music review people. We don't give a damn. I'll go through this album. It's overwhelming for me at times, but I'll go through it. I won't even think twice. Your average person, though, eh, I don't really see them going through an entire album of 32 songs in a row. So I feel like it, he's overwhelming people. But again, this album is really good. I'm interested to hear what you think. So, um, you know, a battle that as of late I've been, you know, having to deal with, with reviewing people's stuff is because something is fun, energetic, high in, you know, core um, energy, does that mean it's good? So for Chris Brown's album, it was fun. Like if you, if you, if you just go down the line, of the songs that is on it, even just like the first five, the song with Lil John, which a lot of people do actually like, which I'm I'm with you. I actually really like it. Um, you know, back to love, wobble up, heat, no guidance. It's like high in energy, just fun music. But is it high in quality though? Is the is the real question, and to me, I think that's the one thing that Chris Brown lacks is quality music. You know how I know? Because on Heartbreak and a Full Moon, another album that had forty five tracks, a lot of energy on them, a lot of songs people shake their ass to, and all that good stuff. Today, I don't remember majority of them. Sometimes it plays in my shuffle and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. I remember, yeah, I heard this. Uh, yeah. Gone. In and out the other. Now, the reason I say this is, in my humbling opinion, Chris Brown is a top-notch artist. He has the appeal. He has the star qualities. He has the power. He has the influence. And most importantly, he has the charm. Like, in my opinion, Undecided is just a charming-ass song. That is Chris Brown using his charming power to say... To, do you, you know, it's funny. I just figured out what the hell that song was about. I never paid attention to it. I thought it was just one of those, like, lovely songs. I was like, oh, he loves this girl so much. He just made a little... He was battling whether he even wanted to be with her. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, He's messing with her and doing all kinds of stuff. He's like, I want to wipe her. But his charm carries him through the whole song, right? So I say that to say this. 
I like the album. It's a fun album. It's appealing. But when it comes to quality, I don't think it's up there with with the other albums that I think is high in quality. Um, in my opinion, uh, I know you hate when I say this, the subject matters are predictable. The subject matters are kind of stale. Okay, for if you're going to make an album that's 35 songs, please do not make 28 of the songs talk about you smashing chicks and taking other people's chicks. He doesn't deviate from just what every other rapper that sings does on the album when it comes to content, subject matters, topics. That's one. I thought a good chunk of the hooks that he laid down <clears throat> were a little sloppy. Um, also, to even rewind back to the lyrics, um, I felt like the quality of his vocal performances did not match the quality of his lyrics on a good chunk of the music. But we love Chris Brown. We love his charm. We love his energy. We love, you know, the passion, which is something that I think is the biggest takeaway from this album is his passion. We love that from him. And that's why we're going to find this album fun. And we're going to say it's the album of, the summer and that's cool with me but i personally think chris brown can do a little better than this for me a perfect chris brown album will have him just saying hey we're gonna make 12 really good songs forget about quantity it's about quality 12 very good songs with meaningful subject matters that deviates myself from what all these other people that sing are doing. Because he can blow all these other people. He can blow the Lil Durks and the Roddy Riches out of the water if he wanted to do a singing contest. But now we need to know that lyrically that you're more on the creative side. And I, 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 I just wasn't with it when it came to that aspect of the album. Just the creative side. Just him deviating from all those other people him letting the world know that yo i am a special r&b singer do not put me in a box it's almost like he wants to be put in a box and it, it kind of baffles me given the talent level that he has uh i mean so 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 sorry sorry okay, go ahead. so so in conclusion i think the album's a very fun album mm -hmm. but I just need a little, a little something a little more special than that, Chris. It's just fun to me. It's not special. It's nothing. It's just fun. I need something special. Yeah, I mean, first off, that's fair. And I mean, real, real quick side note: Why does it look like a Dragon Ball Z character on the on the cover? Did, did you? I don't. She's a cover. Z, so I don't. I don't know what the hell you talking about. Right, but well, he probably. Y'all know what does. I'm talking about. The man looks look like, like The man looks. All right. Yo, never say that again. You don't know what you're talking. Goku and Pikachu. Now he looks like he looks like Goku's like long lost freaking brother who got a different father, but nonetheless, black father. Yeah, exactly. They got Chris Brown had the black father. <laughs> Goku did not, but. I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's fun, and I don't want to necessarily conflate a song being fun by just meaning it's bad. You know, 
I get it. There's more serious, more introspective ways that you can deliver an R and B song, and he 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 gets caught in the the fun route. I, I think a little bit too often. Yes. I mean, he definitely does. Yes, he does. But I don't. I don't think that means it's bad. I know you did. I know you're not saying it's bad, but a lot of these joints that people are putting out. For example, we talked about one song on the last album. I'm sorry, the last podcast. Um, Tory Lanez dropped that one song with um, Quavo and Broke Leg. Broke Leg. Like that song is just fun. I think. I think people are gonna like it. Be I, sorry. I thought people liked that song because it's just fun, but it doesn't mean it's a good song. So personally. And regardless of whether or not we disagree with that song, whether it's bad, Mm -hmm. to me, what you just explained is what I would apply to that broke leg song. It's Mm -hmm. fun. It's not good though. But you see, but like it's not. It's not. I wouldn't call it good. It's but it's fun. It's 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 fun. But but, you know, here's my problem. But but sorry, real quick. That but that because that wasn't even my point. Because really, I think his last album, Heartbreak on a Full Moon, showed way more. Of Chris Brown's complete arsenal of of talent, right? Mm-hmm. Because he actually had a wide range, right? He had the R and B arm, which he does have a few on this. Mm-hmm. He had his real R and B, right, songs, mm-hmm. but then he also had his middle of the pack singy rappy. Then he had like legit rap songs that could you you could hear Migos featuring on, on some of these. I personally thought his last album was more diverse. Where I wouldn't with the with the complaint that you had, I wouldn't apply that to his last. So I agree. I've seen better. Mm-hmm. And I thought his last album was better, personally. Mm-hmm. I thought the last one was a little better. But I'm with you. I think it's I think it's just it's way too fun. But I think you can use fun in the summer. It's, it's use, the right so, it's, the, it's so, the right timing so for him to drop I'm, this type of music, you and, know? And and, and and but you know the, the the problem with Chris Brown, so for for people like him. We have to grade how you've improved. We have to grade like what level of quality you should be pursuing. Like, in my opinion, there's no reason he should be in the same bracket with all your other R&B guys. Like, he's a superstar talent. Like, he has an appeal to him. He has a charm to him. He can sing. He can be versatile with it. But he he just and when it comes to body of work. It's almost like he gets too excited and he's just like, I want to make the next hit. I want to make the next hit, make the next hit over and over and over again. Like if he can just calm down, say, Hey, you know, put together just 10 or 12 high quality songs, maybe songs that took you two, three days to lay down, do something like that. I think he can elevate his status to special because this album is no different than any of the last five that he dropped. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I think I think we all know why Chris Brown is special is because not only is he a great musical artist, his performance is like historically mm-hmm. special. I mean his energy. Right? I mean it, it's it's like it's like not only is his energy on the songs mm-hmm. something special, but like what separates him is his performance and, and all that stuff. But you're right, man. He has actually, he does have another level that he, I believe he can reach to. And, and so to me personally, when he makes songs like undecided mm-hmm. and back to love, I That's promise beautiful. you back to love. Is That's beautiful. Fire. If he focused on stuff like if, that, if, if he, if, if he were to focus on that mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't want to put him in a complete R and B cause he doesn't even want to be placed in a box. You said he 
you said he is doing a good job at like being put in a box. I guess no, I said he or, he's or, or content, his own or something like, like he that? wants to be put in a box. It's almost like that's that's how he approaches his music. So what career. box are you talking about? So that it's almost like he he's content with being that singer that is raw, like a, a rap singer type box. But he's he's his talent level is way higher than that. Like the people that's in that bracket of singer slash rapper, um, Drake, I would say he's top notch with it. I mean, he doesn't make the greatest body of work, but Drake is on another level with it because Drake is more creative. Drake finds ways to talk about your everyday things that in a way that doesn't sound like everybody else. Like every time it's something new. Like don't get don't 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 let it fool you. You see all these in my feelings uh, uh, doppelgangers on the radio now. That when Drake dropped in my feelings, that was the first time I heard a song like that. Like Drake knew this is a unique way to drop a New Orleans bounce type song, you know, and talk about the same thing everybody else is talking about. Like Chris Brown wobble up sounds like. 97% of the stuff I hear on the radio today. Wobble Up is pointless. It sounds like everything I hear on the radio. I love the song. Don't get me wrong. I love the song. I love the song. I don't love Chris Brown on that song. Like, as no, in, I don't, I don't love him doing that song. I don't like either one of those I love, aspects. I, I like the song. Don't like the song. I like the don't song. Don't like his performance. I like the song. Don't like... It's a fun song. I wish that song would go away, actually. It's a fun song. But... You know what? I, in summary... And, and, and just so so we can move on, at least for me personally, I guess one word that I would use to associate with Chris Brown at this point in his career is he's oversaturated the market. And, and what happens when you oversaturate the market? And I said a word, but that's more of a phrase, but whatever. What happens when you oversaturate the market? Your demand is no longer as as strong as it once was like cuz people people don't feel like they 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 miss you it's it's like yeah. it's like imagine if he was doing what Beyonce does right go away come back go away come he's mm-hmm. that type of artist mm-hmm. where he can actually do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. except when you come back don't give us 50 songs give us 12 to 15 of your best songs and come up with a theme which i believe is capable of coming up with a themed project and people would care and people would care people way more people would care way more like like 35 songs and like it's a much. bunch of them you put gunna on some of them and it's too much you put, it's like dude like come on come on it's, it's i love gunna too but bro it's just too much and by the way speaking of gunna gunna is gunna's getting better I just want to point I that like out. Gunna, like, Gunna's I, actually I, I like Gunner. I never I you, said you I never on, said a bad you thing. You shouted on about that man and his name when I was telling you how good he was. Then he dropped this album, Drip Dripper Drown Two, and you said he's overrated. Why are you guys? He's talking still about- overrated. He still has a lot more to go to no longer a, be overrated. Of course, he has a lot more to go. He's not just, overrated anymore. Nobody simply, cares about him as much. I'm just anymore. simply saying he's getting better. Hopefully. Hey, let's move on. What Gun about to get lyrical? I, I don't know. He made the double XL, but who the fuck cares about any of that shit? Uh, Next album. Mother on that beat, yo. Dropped this album, really, called Perfect Ten. What'd you think about this, man? Um, You know what? The album is is okay. Just like every other compilation is okay. You know, you got a lot of good features on it. Migos, 
um, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Nav, et cetera, et cetera. There's even a Nipsey Hustle song at the very end that you guys should check out. But really, I want to talk about DJ Mustard's uh, uh, ability to, to, to last this long as one of the top producers in the game, man. Like, DJ Mustard really started getting hot in Rack City, Rack Rack City. That's when he started really getting hot, right? That was his first hit. Since I then, like he's been able to evolve, uh, adjust, like just become a very solid go-to producer. That's on a lot of people's albums. Mm-hmm. Um, still, his sound hasn't gotten old. So, shout out to Mustard. This is a very solid project. It's a very short project, ten, ten tracks. Um, it's just a, you know solid project. Kudos to him, man. He's he's. I like how he's moving as a producer. I like it. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, for for me, you know, Mustard is a very interesting, I think, figure in hip-hop, right? Because, you know, he started out, like you said, you know, his first hit, which I believe it was his first, like, real, real hit was Rack City mm-hmm. uh, with Tyga. And since then, we know we went through the Mustard wave where he was giving everybody hits. And he was controlling the sound for at least a couple summers, probably like two in a row. Um, but nowadays, Mustard has turned into more of a mogul, I think. Yes. That's well, what I like, like about like, how he's moving. Yeah, like Mustard, Mustard is one of those people, which I'm not sure people are very familiar, which is he actually has a, a Vegas residency. Yeah. And by the way, there's a there's a huge wave of people in hip hop who are having residencies in Vegas. You know, Beyond, I would say about four to five years ago, really three to four years ago, you would be hard pressed to find an artist in the hip hop fucking community that had a residency in Vegas. It was usually reserved for your your your, your diplos and your and your and your and your your other DJ specific artists that make house music EDM right. Like that was more of the wave in which you would generally see people who were enlisted by these different casinos to to perform at their casino club like all summer you know what i'm saying so nonetheless mustard has turned into that man like and i really really fuck with that type of you know that type of uh boss type moves because when i look at Khaled and i look at how he i'm not Khaled, sorry when i look at mustard and i look at the the type of music he puts together i think of a a, a, a dj Khaled type yeah he, he dj mustard is just a a less a less entertaining a less uh, 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 in-your-face version of DJ Khaled. I mean, they, they, they're they literally in the same lane, except I would argue that DJ Mustard is a lot more, a lot more talented, <laughs> right? As a, as a, as a, as a, as a producer a and as a, as a, as a, a musician, you know? The reason I say that is because Mustard actually makes beats. Khaled doesn't necessarily make beats himself. He he's does a pro- sometimes. He's a producer. No, he doesn't. He's made some. Which ones? DJ Khaled's made that some were good. Beats. That were good. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any at the top of my head, but he definitely makes beats. Sheesh. He's definitely. I'm not made aware of that. That a good chunk of the beats. Sure about that? that? Yeah, he makes beats. I don't believe that. I promise you. I don't believe that. <laughs> I believe he gets the producer credit, like in on the song. Yeah. But in terms of his hands-on approach, yeah. I don't believe he's actually touching keys. He. Yeah, I don't believe he's he actually beats. making I'm beats. You. I don't believe it. Okay. When have you ever heard that? What are you talking I'm about? I'm telling you, you think I'm making it out of the out of my ass? Pop you ain't, man, I don't know where you got that from because Khaled does not make beats. He makes beats, and if man. he and if he did at one point, he's not making them now. 
He, I don't know. He might. Mustard be. is still out here making beats. I mean, Mustard clearly. It's not. They're not in the same league when it comes to beat making. But yeah. yeah, DJ Khaled for sure makes beats. Give me, give me a few seconds. I'll, I'll let you know. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, look. Bottom line, though, like you, you talked about it. I mean, this, this album is, this album is very, very solid. I would actually argue it's good because I like a, a, a cup. I like about half the album, mm-hmm. which I mean, it's only about ten songs. Uh, I like the song "Ballin'" uh, with Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. That song is tight. I like the song uh, "On God." It's a tight song. Uh, Baguettes in the Face. It's a pretty cool song. Hundred bands. You know, like your little day party strip club anthem. You know, it's, it, 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 listen. His 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 albums are, are is it sets a, a party mood, right? Like I said, he has a deep. He has a residency in Vegas, so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, these songs will ring off in a party type setting. So, and of course, like you said, the Nipsey tribute, that Nipsey feature at the end was was pretty dope. I thought, um, how he ingratiated that into it. I thought it was I thought it was well done. Overall, I think it's a good album. I think it's a good album. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know those. Those compilation albums are usually just like they're okay, you know they're good. But them joints is tricky though, man, especially these days, right? Because you know who, how many people are even making compilation albums? How many? It's not it's not that many nowadays. Yeah, and and so when it is done, like it it stands out. And so if it's bad, it stands out even more. If it's good, it stands out even more. I personally still don't even like that Khaled album. There's there's a, a couple nah. handful of songs that I that I that I do like a lot. But for the most part, eh, I'm cool on the Khaled album. Me too. This album right here by DJ Mustard, I thought it was good. I might go back and listen to it. Once again, it's it's and, and he doesn't overwhelm you. It's just ten tracks, ten tracks of music that you are probably used to hearing from him. You know, he doesn't go out of his league. So that's what I like. Yeah. All right. Next album. Or rather EP. Lil Nas X dropped a album ep project called seven is that really just the name it's just called seven it's uh, called man. seven and it has eight songs on it which is the most confusing thing i've ever seen in my life but but hey he's a kid L- lil nas's whole career as of this i should say thus far has been confusing so this just fits into the many questions and just things that just don't make sense at, up to this point so you have questions i do but I don't really need the answers, though. <laughs> you know how like, you can you can ask a question, but you're like, yeah, just, I don't really care about the answers. I just don't care. Uh, so they're more rhetorical to me. But this uh, this seven rather eight song project obviously had the songs that everyone song that everyone knows. Old Town Road. I don't really need to speak on that. Y'all know that song. If you have twice, ha- if you haven't heard that song. Yeah, you're right. Had the original, which is crazy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> original and the how you make so really a seven so, track EP? So, so no eight eight track. Or sorry, eight track EP with and two, two of them are the same song that we've already heard. <laughs> Bro, this is all streaming wars, man. They're just trying to get the credit. That's all. Trying to get the merchandise and all that stuff. They're just trying to get the together. credit. You know, when they include songs that have streamed extremely well on the album, it counts towards the uh, you know. That's buffoonery. No, I'm serious. I know. And it counts towards the album sales. That's pure buffoonery. Oh, I agree. It's fucking dumb. So, really, we only have six songs to judge. That's what I would like to say. Now, 
Again, if you haven't heard Old Town Road, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. Please go go listen to the remix. In my opinion, the remix is, is way more fire than the original. You're crazy. It's way more fire. Are you out of your mind? But anyway, we're not going to speak on that. This album was so all over the place that <laughs> I just, I don't even know what hit me. You know, I heard it. And by the end of it, or actually midway, I'm I'm thinking to myself, man, how many different artists have I heard on this? Like, it sounds like five different artists on the same song, but yet I was looking through and I only saw two features. Cardi B, Billy Ray Cyrus. So then I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, we I get it. Cardi B's on the one song. All right, cool. It's a decent verse from Cardi. I, really, overall, this is kitty music. That's 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 really the the. To, to, if I'm getting down to it, this is kitty music. This uh, this album, this music is not for me. What he does not making music. This, you didn't think a song called Panini? Hey, oh, wait, Panini. I'm, wait, I'm getting to that. Something was I, I, you was grown. I'm, that was I'm, grown. I'm getting, dog. To, I'm getting to that. It's I'm a getting, Panini. I'm getting to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> As as grown of a statement that that is, he was making on Panini. Hey Panini, won't you come and see me? <laughs> I don't know why you would want to come see a Panini, but hey, because you're hungry, young man. Who eats Paninis these days? Panini Paninis is money, dog. When last time you ate a Panini? Uh, maybe two years ago, a year ago. Man, you a liar. They you got Paninis at damn uh, Panera Bread. Panera That's the only place yeah, I know that, that got Paninis. That Panini sausage, egg, and cheese Panini. Fam, I haven't eaten a panini. on a ciabatta. I haven't. E- <laughs> I haven't eaten Panini in like. A, 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 close to a decade. You never, you never had a ciabatta bread. Of course, on, that's on just fire. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. panini that like thing. ten years ago. They but put that thing on the panini machine and they start machining it. So I love the song Panini. I think it's infectious, extremely catchy. I do think that song is going to be a hit. There were other songs on here in which clearly him and his label slash team were tr- were just trying to show the fact that he's very diverse and he's able to make all these different sounds, which. I think it's a good idea, specifically because of the fact that he came out with the you know song "Old Town Road," and which confused everybody. So I think if they continue on with this whole confusion of, hey, we don't really know where to place Lil Nas X. I think it makes sense from a marketing standpoint. Do I like the album? Absolutely not. I just think again, it's all over the place. Panini is fire. I think the song "Kick It" is the most kiddiest song I've ever heard in my life. It's like, bruh. How many times have I ever heard somebody say, "Come kick it, I got weed to smoke"? Like that judge, the way he even that sounds put it, like a, just sounded so childish. That sounds like this, that just sounded sounds so childish. Like a uh, what do they call that? A uh, undercover cop. Hey, I got some weed to smoke. Freaking, Let's kick it you together, damn narc. <laughs> this guy's a narc. Literally, you you hear like, hey, psst, 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 tell him, tell him. Hey, I got some weed. Uh, was, was that again? Hey, and uh, make sure you, make sure you bring your uh, your passport and 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 bring and your plug. Make sure you bring your passport. Bring your plug and or plugs. Yeah, and make sure you uh, like all, all of the just yeah. The song just sounded so it's just so. That's basic. an undercover cop. If some dude tells you, word, word, I got some weed. Let's kick it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never tell me to kick it. <laughs> Never say that to me. If you tell me kick it, I'm not coming. Like get the fuck out of here. Think about it. Right? No, you're right. You're right. Kick it. Yeah, okay. Man, I have nothing more to say about this album. It it's not for me. I thought it was it was decent at best. It has about two songs that I really like, and Old Town Road remix is one of them, which is kind of sad. 
What'd you think? <laughs> I didn't even like the song with Cardi B. I thought the song was eh. By the way, I didn't even give a grade. Uh, I didn't give a grade to this album, which I didn't give a grade to the first two either. For this one, if I'm grading it, again, it's not for me, but I could see how people would fuck with it. Mm-hmm. I could easily see it. C plus. C plus? I'm joking. Thank God. C minus. <laughs> that would have been. Hey, hey, I'm trying to keep you on your toes, man. Jeez Louise. What'd you think of this, man? Tell me what you thought. So. <laughs> On this eight-track project called Seven, two of my favorite songs is Old Town Road. I only have three favorite songs. Two of them are Old Town Road, and one is Panini. I agree. I think Panini is a fire song. How are you going to count Old Town Road and Old Town Road <laughs> remakes? Fan, pick one. They're three of my favorite songs. <laughs> like I, I, I was able to pick out three. Um, You know... I actually really like Lil Nas X's come up story. It's a, it's it's it just reminds me of what America was built on, land of opportunity. You know, you don't always got to have the shiniest suit or the flossiest floss or the blingiest bling or the executive's executive. Just go out there, do what you like, and sometimes people are going to mess with you. I love that story. So I'm not gonna choose to 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 destroy Lil Nas X for what I feel was a disturbing debut album. No, 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 no. I will not. Oh, you sound like Kirk Franklin. I'm trying to on preach his new, on right his new now. album. I'm trying to preach right like, now. You sound like Kirk Franklin before he sold millions of records. <laughs> When nobody was listening. Lately, I've been feeling. <laughs> come on now. Lately, I've been feeling. Do, do some things that's really got me down. Stop. Oh, here we go now. We get are, your, we, get we your hands together. Hey. Now. Get your hands together. <laughs> I'm so afraid. It. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Hey, sorry. Sorry, though. Who? Why is that not a lane that, like, one of the young kids have taken? That that oh, church, you mean Kirk Franklin's. Line? Yeah, like where, it's wide open. Where's the lane? It's wide open. Where's the young people, Kirk Franklin? I do not want to hear mumble gospel. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Nobody wants to hear mumble gospel. I don't know that shit. That's oh my god! Right oh my god! You oh my god! Oh my god! You don't think? Oh my god! I pray the praise. You, you don't god. think Gunna needs? That's the only way Gunna will understand God. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, hey, get the pastor to mumble <laughs> on the song. I think that might work. Mumble the Bible to the guy. Anyway, so, so, I, hey, man, let, don't deviate from the, my good point here. The mumble version of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard you mumble, ever heard the mumble, mumble. The, the audio book to the God? We ain't talking about Old Testament. <laughs> mumble Testament. Anyway, uh, Lil Nas X. So. You know what this this is is it's just a guy that's just not that talented of a musician. That's 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 what it comes down to. Everybody wants to decipher it, chop it down any type of way. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. He is not that talented of a musician. He needs he needs mentorship in the music industry. He needs somebody to sit him down and tell him this is what, you know, this is the direction you should go. 
because he clearly doesn't want to copy the trap rappers out. He clearly doesn't want to copy the mumble rappers. He clearly doesn't want to copy Drake's of the world. He almost wants to build his own lane. That is a very risky thing to do in hip hop today because a lot of people are, number one, not going to understand it. And you have to actually know how to make quality music. If you listen to sections of this album, lyrics are kind of on the poor side. You know, he doesn't know how to completely express himself or how to reach certain vocal notes that he needs to reach in order to convey a message. It's just what I felt was somebody that was taking a test without studying right Mm -hmm. and if it's a multiple choice question test you might be able to get some answers right panini is right like he got it he got it with panini old town road was a shot in the dark but he was able to get that but when you take a multiple choice answer test that has 50 questions and you don't study you don't do your due diligence to 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 find a way to pass that test you're going to have more fails than you're going to have successes and so that's what happened here it's just a guy that went and took what we call the music test which you know a lot a lot of times a music test is that debut album that's how you test how good somebody is he went and took the test did not study did not do what he needed to do to become a better artist and he bombed Oh, you sound like a guidance counselor. <laughs> that's what sound, I am a guidance counselor. You sound like counselor. A, a freaking but mumble rapper and, and, guidance and, and, counselor. And, and, and that's what that's what kids do, right? As a kid, like a lot of times we think, oh man, we can just hop on this test. Like we're gonna go skateboard. We're gonna skateboard for like five days a week. And then when the test comes, man, I'm gonna wing it. We're gonna wing everything. That's what he tried to do. He tried to wing an album. And he would have got away with it if we didn't care about him, right? He would have got away with it if we didn't care about him. But he blew up, and now expectations has risen for a dude that clearly has not shown that he is a qualified musician. I don't even think he's a qualified. I don't think I've ever said that on this show. I don't think I've ever said that to a human being. I don't think he's qualified to make music. I don't even- and everybody's qualified to make music. Exactly. That's I I'm don't like. think That's he's like, qualified to make music. I'm not. I'm not going with that. I'm not. I'm not going. Oh, with that. which is hurt. He, he get hurt. Artist guy. See, he's an artist guy. He's he's a guy that likes. Nah, I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm a listener. I, I personally don't I'm think you're rolling. qualified. I mean, I'm, you, I'm not rolling. And, and that's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's. I'm not trying to sit here and like destroy the man. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things, in my opinion, that makes you a qualified artist, a musician. And one thing to me is just understanding, you know, what it takes to make quality music. I don't think he understands what it takes to make quality music because he just sounded all over the place. That's not what somebody who wants to make quality music does. Now, I know the typical person will say, oh, but Rich the Kid. Yeah, but Rich the Kid is clearly following a trend of rappers that they're in the trap area 
they've made that sound qualified. But when the first person that decided to make trap music came out, it took some time. Sometimes it, maybe I don't see this being embraced in any type of way because it almost seems like pop music that is just watered down and just not done right. So I don't see it being embraced. But hey, maybe down the line it will. Bruh, I'm telling you right now, this music is for children. I don't think it's for children. It's I mean, for children. I mean, it is for children. It's for, it's for, it's for, it's for, it's it's for, for sloppily it's done. It's for 12. It's to for children that don't pay attention. 16-year-old kids who think that Lil Nas X is the next fucking Jay-Z of their never, generation. Never, never. They're not that stupid. Kids aren't that stupid. I'm not calling them dumb. I'm just simply saying, like, when you drop a song like Old Town Road that explodes like it did, you think... You don't think there's people out here, a whole lot of them, who are thinking, oh, shit, we, we can't wait to see what he drops next. And that's what I'm saying. I actually, I just, I disagree with you on the quality, right? And you saying he's not qualified, <laughs> even though I don't think he's qualified, but I don't think you can say that about listening to the music. Because when you're actually listening to the music, it's not that it sounds bad. It doesn't sound bad. It sounds horrible. No, 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 no. It, it sounds, sounds horrible. It sounds decent to good. To be honest with the you, beats, in my opinion, the beats sound decent. Like he has that one song on there. The beats do. He, he has one song on there that's like a it's a clear rock, uh, punk rock song. It actually sounds like uh, like a good Charlotte type song. Um, I wish I knew had the name right now, but if you heard the album, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's probably is it Family? You and me. I don't remember. Anyway, he had a song on there where it was it it was it was clearly not rap, hip hop, R and B, whatever you would consider, uh, 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 Lil Nas X, whatever you considered, he blended with country music. Alternative, right? It, right? This album is purely alternative, right? And so there's a there's a huge market for people who are who make alternative music, and I don't think the quality is so subpar that it would not fit within the alternative genre. I just don't believe that grown people are listening to this man's music. I just don't believe it. I do not believe it. I, I guarantee if I talk to somebody who's 20, 20, I'll, I'll say 22 and up. Ask them, yo, hey, you fucking with Lil Nas X? I, nine out of 10 are going to be like, nah, I'm not, nah, I'm not listening to that. That's just my opinion, though. I can't prove it. So anyway, you got anything else? Um, Godspeed to him, man. Like, I hope he, I hope he gets more tutelage from his mentors out there. Who, Billy Ray Cyrus? No, not Billy Ray Cyrus. It's gonna have to be somebody more divine. Go, Billy. <laughs> hey, Billy Ray Cyrus has turned into his wingman, dog. If he, he shows up everywhere with it's that man. Kind of, not that it's embarrassing. Okay, what's the word? It, it looks like I don't, I don't know. Okay, it, looks, just, me, it looks, it looks orchestrated. It looks. It looks. It doesn't look weird. natural. Yeah, it doesn't look natural. It looks. Billy Ray Cyrus has turned yeah, into his weird. his daddy. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's like somebody showing up with their stepdad everywhere. Yes, like, that's exactly like his guardian. Like I said, that's, Billy by, Ray Cyrus by, is his freaking guardian. By embarrassing, that's what I mean. Like it looks like you know you you you're scared to go to your parents to Walmart. You're like, oh man, somebody from 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 school is going to see me with my parents. Something like that. Anyway, man, know. I'm I'm done, man. What would you grade it again? A D, D plus. I, a D plus is being nice. You think it's being nice? I think it's a D, a D. 
Because I see the yeah. effort. I think I'm gonna come down. Man. I see the I th- effort. I, I, think I, was too, I think I was too. I think I was too generous. Because when I think about absolutely it again, I only like two songs. Yeah, you like two of eight. Well, seven. Sorry, seven. Old Town Road is one song, man. I'm I'm sick of these guys. How you how you count that as two songs? It's, it's the two songs. That's why it's two songs, dude. B- Lil Nas X doesn't even change his verse. I know. It's, it's the song. same song. It's the same song. That's one. But it's 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 two tracks. All right, all right let's move on. Uh, you guys be the judge and let us know whether you think it's garbage or not. Um, next project. Gucci Man dropped his new album called Delusions of Grandeur. Is it Grandeur? Is that how you pronounce it? I have no clue. I think it's Grandeur. Um, what'd you think of this, man? <sighs> this is Gucci Man's gazillionth album. Um, well, gazillionth and one. But proceed. And one, right. Okay. So it's good. I mean, you know what's funny? Since Gucci Man's gotten out of jail, he's had. He has dropped about three or four solid albums. I'm like, good. Nothing nothing I would put as my favorite of all time or anything like that. Just really good, solid albums with great beats, uh, some pretty clever lyrics. Sorry, um, real quick. Trap. Vibes. Sorry, not to cut you off. Do you know how many albums he's dropped since he, got, he came out of jail? Just, just guess. Uh, five. This is his eighth. Eighth album? This is number eight. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Eighth? Jay-Z <laughs> has eight in total. <laughs> this is his eighth, man. Wow. Wow. But yeah, I mean Go ahead. You know, you know what I like about Gucci Mane? It's kind of kind of interesting. We talked about Lil Nas X. Um Gucci Man He dabbles in a whole bunch of different sounds, but people don't really give him credit for it. Like, remember that song he had with Usher called Spotlight? That joint was as pop as anything I heard on the radio at that time. That joint was old school That joint was old school pop. pop. That joint sounded very similar to Jennifer Hudson's Spotlight. But he dabbles. So, but the funny thing is he's so trap, he's so gangster, people are like, man... I can't see Gucci Man collaborating with these people. I can see Gucci Man collaborating with Justin Bieber for Love Through the Computer. He's been doing that actually historically. Um and that is probably one of the big things I like about this album. Him just putting himself in uncomfortable positions at times. Cuz for me I really like when artists put themselves in uncomfortable positions. But then at the same time, he still has his trap hits. Like, I love that song called Special. But once again, the song is it's a it's a it's a key trap song, but then annual AA's on it gives it some Latin flavor, and I'm like, that's random as hell. Why the hell is annual AA on this random ad or this super duper trap song? But you know, he experiments. People don't give him enough credit for it. He experiments. People don't give him enough credit for being a pretty decent lyrical rapper. Like he 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 he's got punchlines. He's actually pretty clever. And then people don't give him credit for being one of the best beat selectors the game has today. Like if you know a Gucci Man album is coming out, you know it's going to be filled with a whole bunch of hot ass beats. So once again, like I said, this album is it's solid. I gave it like a C plus. 
solid, solid listen. Um, and it's definitely worth your time if you are if you are a rap fan, not just a trap fan, rap fan. Yeah, that's uh. So what would you grade it? C plus. C plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. For me, I would give this around a C, and the reason why I would give it around a C is because number one, his, you know. His album title name has is actually pretty good, you know. I gotta give him credit uh, where credit is due. I've shitted on his album title names. I don't even know what the hell "Delusion of Grandeur" grandeur means. It doesn't matter. That shit sounds fire to me. It sounds fire. That's sounds, number one. Sounds bossed up. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even know what it means, yo. But the, it, it sounds like it makes, you know, all types of sense. And so, when I look at his album cover, which I thought was fire as well. Uh, him standing on top of these Rolls Royces and, and just looking looking like he would whoop anybody's ass. I just thought it was fire, you know. So I'm going to give him credit for the presentation and the name, which I have trashed him for very heavily in the past. Um, And by the way, man, this guy has turned into a freaking workout warrior, man. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. Yo, He's this, this dude is beyond cut. Beyond cut. Um, Jumping into the music, though. I liked a few songs. I liked a few songs. Uh, I liked, you know, the song with Meek Mill. I thought it was cool. I did not really like Computer Love, Justin Bieber, when it came out. I fucked with that song, Hands Off, with Jeremiah. I thought it was cool. Uh, <laughs> here's, a, here's a song that I really liked. Uh, that song with uh, Lil Uzi Vert and Young Dolph, Potential. I like that joint. I like that. Sound is fire, Potential man. Is fire. You know, it's, 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 it's really, really good, man. Like, you know, Lil Uzi Vert had he he dropped one of his I think signature styled verses, where you know he clearly gave us, you know the the elements of of Uzi that I think we all enjoy. And, and Young Dolph put up a very good verse as well. Overall, I think that that's one of the better songs on the project to me personally. Uh, I do like the feature from Rick Ross as well on that song called Lame. Rick Ross is like he's moving so slowly, and just the buzz that he's even trying to established for himself because apparently he's dropping a new project soon don't know when it's happening mm-hmm. but apparently it's happening port of miami too port of miami too it's supposed i mean they've been saying it's been coming for at least six months now still not here but we've been seeing him put out music if you've noticed mm-hmm. features here and there putting out a song of his own with wale uh another feature like i said with drake so he's moving i like i like that song with rick ross I like the song "Look at Me, Look at Me Now" at the end. It's cool. At the end of the day, though, you know, Gucci Man has similar symptoms that Chris Brown has, where we were talking about Chris Brown earlier. Where, at least for me personally, my overarching theme for Chris Brown was the oversaturation of music, and that devalues your actual quality even when you do make quality it's no it's not coveted as much i feel like gucci man has long 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 been in that cycle and so while i think he while i think this album is 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 decent it 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 failed to just capture me the way i believe gucci man is capable because i do like gucci man i do i like gucci man as a rapper i think he makes good music but 
he he puts out a lot of bullshit as well. I'm just going to call it what it is. He puts out a lot of bullshit and no one really calls him on. But because they scared of him because he got muscles now, they just like, oh, yeah, it's Gucci Man. It's, it's Gucci Man. Hey, Gucci Man got a new album, but nobody wants to say when shit is trash from Gucci Man. I've noticed that. <laughs> Don't think I haven't noticed, everybody. I've, I've been noticing. So I think the album is okay, though, just overall. I can't give it any more than just like I, I would give it a I would give it a D plus. This is bordering a C, but I would more so give it a D plus. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sold on just the overall direction of his music, even through all of the positives that I talked about in the, in the presentation of the album, and even some of the songs I like. I just I'm just not sold, and maybe it'll grow on me. But at this moment, eh, I could do without a Gucci Man project for a couple years. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think I thought it was quality. I I thought it was I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. Okay. I think we're just tired of him. Yeah, just a couple years. Mm-hmm. Just go away. Please. Leave. The ill and the not so advice. So with the next segment on the ill and the not so advised, first song, we got the game with his new song called West Side. Let me start this off. Please. Let me start this off. First and foremost. If I was put on the stand right now and they asked me to name the top 10 rappers of all time, not top 10 rappers today, not top 10 rappers of 2000, top 10 rappers of all time, somewhere in that list, the game would be on there. Thank you. Point blank, period. Thank you. There's no ends. You ask me this next week, I will say the same thing. You asked me this a couple years ago, I will say the same thing. Bar for bar, I am ready to put the game against anybody Damn. in the game. Yeah. Sounds like you got something to say about that. <laughs> I got so much to say, bro. I promise okay. you. Yeah. Like, okay. It's so fun. No, not negatively. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw the game's freestyle. And, and you know what? Let's put the song to the side for a, song, for, for a second. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the game's freestyle on the L.A. Leaker show. Mm-hmm. On in in LA, they got that ninety ninety two point three whatever yeah, yeah, station. LA leakers, yeah. He demolished really that freestyle. Doesn't it was so me. bad. It doesn't surprise me or good, however you look at it. That I tweeted this shit. I said, "Listen, I don't care if you love or hate this man. The game is a legend. He's a the legend. Game is he's a, a legend. legend, bro. I will. I, I, I will you. go out on a limb and say. I promise you, he's a legend. I will go out on a limb and say he is is my favorite West Coast rapper of all time. Is and now everybody's like, oh, that's not saying much. We talking Tupac. We're talking Snoop Dogg. We're talking Ice Cube. We're talking Kendrick Lamar. In my humbling opinion. The game is the best rapper to come out of the West Coast. So, ironically, uh, he dropped a single called West Side off of Born to Rap, his upcoming, which I don't know if you know, that's his upcoming, his his last album. Last, you know, in hip-hop and boxing, when people say they're going to retire, it don't mean nothing. They're probably going to come back. But Born to Rap is the game's last album. And on West Side, if that's any indication of what we should expect on the album, 
oh my god i think the game is going to drop one of the best albums in the last five years i'm looking forward to the game like and west side is gonna be this this west side is serious west side but this is album next level lyricism <sighs> next level next level <sighs> yeah let's move on man Nicki minaj dropped her new song called megatron and you know to be honest I don't understand why this song is in the ill because I just wasn't really feeling it. And and, and I can understand why why people could be cuz it's like a club, it's a club banger. It gives you the 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 Caribbean vibes, of course, that Nicki Minaj has has now become known for somewhat. So I can see how this shit would be be right in the rotation in the club. Personally, I think Nicki Minaj needs to do or needs to go a different direction in her career, and I'm I'm tired of this whole cookie cutter shit. I know she's a very dynamic artist. She dropped her last album, Queen. Personally, I thought Queen was a really good album. Uh, personally, it was, it was a lot good. of people didn't like it. It was good. I like songs like Good Form. I like when she's getting in uh uh, uh in her in 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 her in her song structured songwriting bag. Now, I like this song for the fact that it's fun. But do I do I think it was is something that's repeatable? Am I gonna come back to it? Hell nah, not at all. Like I just think it's pointless. It's pointless music. But you seem to like it, right? I like it. Uh, you know, there's a formula to making hit records for clubs, and that is if you're gonna mention a drink in your song or the hook, that joins a hit. That's all I gotta say. Or next song, Migos dropped the song called "Strip a Boat," and. Uh, I like this song. I liked it. You know, one of the things, one of the issues I had with Migos just over the last few, eh, let's call it months, maybe up to a year, was the fact that, you know, they were dropping too much fucking music. And and, and honestly, I was getting Migos out. You know, it, it just, the songs were hitting the same. When they dropped Culture 2, it just did not hit the way in which Amigos. I don't even want to say Migos Project because, I mean, shit, they dropped Culture and that was really good. But... Their singles and their and their features, their collaborations leading up into that Culture 2 project were so good that it warranted them to drop a Culture 2, right? So ever since that, each one of these dudes have dropped a solo project, right? And I thought this was a really good way to bring the group back together, get people, you know, having, having a good time, get the party started. I thought it was perfect. I like this song a lot. I really do. Mm, I really like this song. I thought it... I thought- uh, the Migos did what they used to do back in the day on the song. It was a very like classic sounding Migos record with Quavo being the star, Offset and uh, Takeoff just kind of being those goons that know how to rap. So I like it. I like it too. I I, I thought it was solid. Yeah, yeah. And so why is it on ill if we think these joints is solid, not good, and? We no, didn't no, even no, talk no, about no, 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 no. I think I said I thought Migos' drone was fire. Okay. What sorry, you talking about? Sorry. The only I, one I, I had a problem with was the Nicki Minaj one. I like that joint, man. I'm cool on Leave that. me alone. I'm cool on that, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. But on to some songs that are not so advised. Wow. And wow. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on who you are, somebody named, what's this guy's name? Suko the Child. Dropped a song called Fast. It's actually the remix with A Buggy the Hoodie and Offset. I heard the song. I thought it was complete nonsense. That's all I have to say. Okay. 
You know, you know, you know why you need to appreciate this song. You know why? Why? Cause it went viral. So fast went viral. So did Blueface, right? Tatiana went viral. But you gotta appreciate it. You gotta respect it. I don't gotta Listen, do a goddamn Suko thing. Suko the child reminds me of Malibu's most wanted cousin. Like he just looks like he was thrown into the rap game because he needed a new hobby. But I think the song was catchy. Okay, it's bad. All right. Now, Thank no, you. No, now here's the thing, though. Why are we? Here's why are we reason. wasting our time? <laughs> here's the reason. On some nigga is, named Suko the Child. Here's the reason is not so. Is super not advised because on the remix to Fast, a Boogie and Offset are on it, and I thought Suko the Child actually beat both of them on that song. This guy. But anyway, it's it's not advised. So. If you don't feel like listening to it, I, I get it. I would urge you guys not to listen to it. Let's move on. Iggy Azalea dropped a song called Just Wanna. What'd you think about this, man? <sighs> Iggy, Iggy, Iggy. Uh, you know, Iggy's a, a, a bit of a confused artist right now. Um, she doesn't know what lane she wants to do. You know, like, what the hell was Sally Walker? I have no clue what that was. It was enjoyable. It was exciting. But I'm not sure what that was. Uh, Just Wanna is an absolute sex fest. It's the type of song <laughs> that there was probably mad, unspecified, white freaking liquids on the floor while it was made. It's just all about sex, sex, sex. Like, like Iggy sounds like she's ready to go. And you know the reason why it's so ill-advised? You know why? Why? Because I'm tired of Iggy sending me subliminal messages. Oh, boy. I'm tired of it. Iggy, I'm here. Come get me. I like Australian white women. Oh, boy. Okay? This is going downhill quickly. Okay? I'll gladly be on 90 Day Fiance. Iggy, just come get me. No need to, 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 to go behind music. And send subliminal shots. See the thunderstorms start coming because I'm angry. Did I say Nikki? I meant to say Iggy. I don't know what you said. Iggy, yeah. But all I know is if we talking about Iggy, she has no business with you, my Come brother. get me, Iggy. She, she's already in the bag. Iggy, my body. She's already touch in my, the Touch my body. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Um, I'm just joking. I'm playing, guys. I'm playing. I'm hey, married. Hey, this is all jokes. It's jokes. I'm married. It's jokes, okay. guys. I'm married. Uh... Yeah, I didn't hear the song, and uh, to be honest, it's a sex fest. I don't know if I want to. It's just, but I think I want to watch the video. It's though. a flip flop. I don't think. Sex I don't think I will. I will watch or hear this song without seeing the video. Iggy just, wants to be touched. You know, apparently she's dating Playboy Cardi. I know yeah. Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? I do not want to be their neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> the Illy Vise Wise Guys presents Who Got Next? With a new segment in our in our podcast. You know, we have our, our featured segment of the of the of the episode where we want to get into some 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 artists and and sort of get some background on some people who are out here popping and doing some some good shit out here in the, in these streets. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's so many good artists out there, man. But this particular artist, I got a, a chance to listen to him, listen to his EP. And I think he's he's the truth, man. He's the truth. Word, word. And he goes by the name Uncle Bender. Uncle Bender, what's going on, man? What's going on, my friends? My dream vision, uh, ill-advised friends. <laughs> I like yeah, man. Hey, you're a friend of the show, man. I just got to tell you that right now. We fuck with you. We fuck Hell with yeah. you here, man. You know, you know, I got to defend y'all in the Instagram comments sometimes because you got bozos out here trying to trying to talk shit about <laughs> shit they don't know about. Exactly. For sure. I was man. just talking to um, I was just talking to QD about that early. I was like, man, I love I love when people attack people for their opinion on music, but they don't have an man, opinion themselves. <laughs> like this shit is hilarious <laughs> to me. Like it's actually funny as be, shit. I'm gonna be real with you though. I do fuck with that song. Which one? Oh, oh the Trippy Ray one? Under Enemy Arms. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. I was like, yo, the way you, you you went a little too ham on Hey, bro. hey, hey. You went a little too ham on Trippy hey, Ray hey, on that hey, post. Guess, hey, guess what, though? Guess what, though? Yeah. I, I got people What's fucking up? butt hurt. People was hurt. Hey, I, yeah, people were mad. I'm people not saying I was trolling. Like I'm not saying I was trolling, but, like, damn, man. Like, can I can I, can I I get my post off? I, but, 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 look, look, look. This you is got, not, this bro, is not, Trippy fans. Yeah, Trippie I was going to say fucking, that. Like, you can't say shit about that man. Yo, they will, red they fans will eat are you alive. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. You know, Beyonce got the beehive. Trippy Red got the what hive? The I don't know. Beehive. Tripping hive. <laughs> but guess what though? Trippy's got the anti scum gang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Uncle Bender gonna have a gang soon. Matter of fact, do you have one yet? Uh, nah. We call him Bendos. This is not fucking around. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I um, no, I don't really. You know, I don't really have, I feel like I don't have that kind of uh, support structure yet. I mean, obviously, like, my homies and stuff, like, I have a lot of good friends who, uh, who, who support me, and my girlfriend, who's sitting next to me, she supports me. Uh, oh, but yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know. Also, I thought that she maybe have an unpopular opinion for a second, but I think it's kind of corny, like, people naming their fans. I love it. Yeah, it's tight. It's, it's, it's real cool. Matter of fact, speaking of names, let's jump into this, man. Like, how'd you get your name? I mean, where, where where did this come from? I mean, Uncle this Bender, is, give me give me drop drop some knowledge here. I'm guessing Futurama, <laughs> right? There's a character, well, there's a character on Futurama like called it, Bender, right? There is. Hell yeah, the robot. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is one of the questions that I always find myself trying to like fabricate an answer because if I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but when I go back and think about it. It's just kind of like, like, I think it was like, I was, I had my first, like my first track that I made with me and my friends. And I was just thinking about like, what do I call myself? Cause like, I didn't want to, at the time I was still in, um, I was in like ninth grade or something. And I was at this, this school where the staff didn't really fuck with me. So I just like, if, if some shit came out and it said Campbell Cleary, my name with a, a rap song, with a bunch of like explicit language and stuff, they would have probably had me out of the school. Wow. It was a public school too. It was fucked up. But um Damn. yeah, no, so I just came up with something. So I'm sitting there just brainstorming with uh one of my teachers actually. He uh was, I was just sitting there and I was like, fuck and then I just said, Uncle Uncle No, I think I said Bender first because I always thought that sounded cool. Like the robot for Futurama, I always thought he had like a cool personality. Yeah. And there's also a uh, a local skate hardware like they make like the nuts and bolts for skateboards and stuff it's a local Atlanta brand that's called Bender Hardware and I always just kind of thought like I had this t-shirt and there's a from them 
and it was just uh just like dirty white dudes drinking a <laughs> bottle of Jameson and I was like that kind of looks cool so I mean that name's kind of always been in the back of my mind yeah and then I didn't want to be like Lil Bender or like Young Bender because that's just kind of played out so I was like fuck it uncle that is dope that is actually a very good explanation. I know you, it you said it might change next time you talk to somebody else, right? <laughs> you should stick with that. I mean, that one was good. Yeah. People were, I mean, like, every, a lot of people told me that I should just use my real name, Gamble. Uh, which That's is like, I, I did want to, but at the same time, like, I didn't. And then I figured if I, if I was going to make a stage name, I had to make it cooler or like more like, eye-catching or ear-catching than my real name. So I was like, fuck, Uncle Bender. No one's ever heard of anything like that before. And it'll, like, people will remember it, you know? Yes, you're absolutely right. It For sticks. Sure. It sticks with you. Yeah, yeah, I think... Uncle I th- Bender. I think, that, I think it's dope, man. It's dope. And it's good you don't use, you didn't use your real name because, you know, Bryson Tiller just came out and said if he could change uh, using his real name as a stage name, he would do it. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't Exactly, because that's, right? like, I don't know. That's too personal right it's pretty personal i mean but the thing is though like depending on the type of music you make right because you could be making personal music and so that's you know like i mean i I don't know what his i don't know what his motivation was when he came out like for example i'm thinking of people like rihanna rihanna that's her real name you know what i'm saying i mean beyonce that's her real name Mm -hmm. so i mean there's people who do it quite often and you just got to have thick skin to be able to deal with it so i mean clearly he's not in in the mental space to be able to handle that that type of that type of attention, it seems like. Yeah, Beyonce. I, I mean, not, I'm not even saying like I'm not even saying like I expect like I don't want people screaming my name and blah 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 whatever because I mean that comes with the territory and obviously that shit would be hard. But like I don't know, it's just always felt like cause, I don't know because music for me is kind of a place to vent and like where you don't no one can really like. It's like a conversation with yourself. So at the same time, like, I don't know, it makes you less vulnerable, I guess, using your real name. That's like the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, then also, like, the the biggest point about just having something that sticks with you. I think that's the important thing to do there. So I actually got a question for you. Uh, All right. What is your process for creating music? That's always interesting to me. my process, uh, like for when I just make a song. Yeah. Well. Do you eat like a ham it's, sandwich it's, or, you know? I'm not really. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I mean, I, I have like three things that I do probably every time, mm-hmm. which will be, I have an idea or like more of like a feeling that I want to portray. Mm-hmm. And then I'll open up the computer, make like a rough beat. And then I'll put some, like, just whatever lyrics come out on the mic, just, like, freestyle or whatever. I'll just hum sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll build up the structure. Like, I'll build up the rest of the beat, get everything sounding nice and crispy. And then I'll come through a second time, and I'll uh, actually write some lyrics. Right. And a lot of the times what happens is I'll finish, like, a song halfway through, and then I get stuck. And mm-hmm. the only way that I've been able to overcome getting stuck without smoking weed is um <laughs> is is just like to let the song sit and kind of just let it like uh let it like serenade i guess not serenade what's the word when you like marinade yeah mm-hmm. thank you um marinade 
and then come back to it and it, it sounds it's more like fresh that's why it's tough like making my own like when you make your own beats because you hear that shit on loop like days and days and days and it just gets so like it gets old like you hate like i hate all of my songs just because like i've had to listen to them so many goddamn times <laughs> that's funny yeah I, I actually did not know you made beats too oh yeah no i um that's something i had to learn how to do just because like i could never i could never find a beat that's i don't know I, for me i feel like i feel like when i have an idea in my mind of how i want a song to sound being able to to create the beat myself kind of gives me more freedom i guess mm-hmm. more like creative freedom because mm-hmm. i can kind of control the whole the whole vibe of the song and i'm not opposed to working with other like producing stuff because i have a bunch of good friends that like producing stuff and i've worked with them before but it's just always been easier for me to just do it myself yeah yeah i mean that's that's uh i think you have a, a interesting sound first and foremost um you know we, we we definitely heard that song boy um which you know we we played on our podcast we heard it both of us thought it was fire um the whole ep to be honest is is is, is fire i mean so why were you dissing yourself on boy so much <laughs> how did that well, why was i why were you you know like the song sounded very introspective right you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm just a man i believe it isn't that how it goes? Like, I'm just a man, I'm just a boy. Like, yeah, I'm just a man, just a man, man, just a man, man, just a man, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes, I'm just a boy, just a boy, boy. Yeah, why were you so hard on yourself, man? What, what, What's going on? Uh, this, it's like, like, the people I surround myself with are like, before I started doing music, people like I knew and stuff, nobody really, like, I found a lot of people like second guessing me and like questioning me, especially like adults and stuff like that. It's less for my friends because you know your friends are your friends; they're not gonna be like fuck you. But like I had a lot of adults like tell me, "Oh, like you should the music's fine, like music's whatever, but you should definitely uh you need to like go to college. You need to you need to get this degree. You need to get that degree. You need to go do this job." And so when I was writing that song, you kind of just like when you're told that and like when like society tells you like all this stuff you need to do, it kind of makes you feel like you're like you're just a just another boy, like just another man, like express. And like, I don't know, like in terms of uh, like when you're talking about like the the change of man to boy, I kind of feel like like the boy is more like someone calls you boy. That's like disrespectful. Like you're just a boy, like. You're just a kid. Like no one really, no one really thinks. No one can see the way that you see, and everyone kind of downplays your your passion, especially in music. I feel like a lot of people downplay, especially with like how saturated it is. People kind of downplay that, and they make it seem like it's less of a less of a uh, accomplishment than it than it really is. So, right, that's pretty deep. Yeah, man, that's deep. That's yeah, deep. That's, that's really that's really really deep, man. It's really deep. And, and, I mean, and I pre- but, and, you know, we appreciate the openness too, man, because, you know, we could definitely tell even by listening to that song that, I mean, it, there's a lot more behind that. Yeah. Very you know what I'm saying? Just, and, and really, that's the good, that's the cool thing about music, right? Like, there's a, there's a story behind everything. And so some, some people, some artists choose to be a lot more expressive in their music and some don't. And, and, and when we listen to your music, we definitely feel that, 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 um, introspection on display. 
I mean, yeah. point blank, man. And, and that's how you connect with people. Absolutely. You know, if you, somebody has that same exact story right now, millions of people have that that's same a, exact story. I think that's one of my favorite things about, like, making music great is that no matter how, like, detailed I want to make a song or, like, how how much I tell my story through music, somebody else, there's always going to be somebody else that's going to see it. I don't think songs have specific meanings. I think that the artist may have a specific meaning for the song, but I think that people can get different things from music. Like, 100%. in terms of just like, even just like the way it makes you feel, like maybe you interpret a line differently than I had written it or something like that. I always thought like the versatility in terms of like the situations that even a single song could could apply to make it like, like special, I guess, to everybody in their own like unique way. Yeah, that's facts. It's, it's you know what's facts. ironic? There's there's thousands, millions of Uncle Benders out there. They just don't got the same name as Uncle Bender. <laughs> Hopefully not. We hope you copyright <laughs> that name in due time. That's a it's a fire ass name. Um, but I want to get a little bit more. Uh, let's get a little bit more lighter. Have some, have some fun with it. Yeah, let's have some fun. Have some fun. With you want to have some fun? All right. Yeah, let's let's switch it up a little bit, man. We're gonna do a little word association right so when you so the idea here is when you, when you hear the word you give us the first thing that comes to your mind y'all are trying to trap me huh nah man this is just look man we trying to we trying to see how, how <laughs> y'all gonna how say you, some fucked up shit and y'all gonna have me looking dumb look man the, we trying to see how your mind works that's all man we i mean listen are you are you ready are you ready for the game everybody ready i'm ready you ready yeah i'm ready you got your number two pencils out <laughs> all right it's a test <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how bad I am at tests. Shit, I was the worst. <laughs> and look at me now. It's like nah. All right, first word. Hip hop. Hip hop. Ah, shit. ASAP Rocky. I don't know. <laughs> okay. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Okay. All right. I'll take that. That's my favorite artist. Oh, all right. I can see some ASAP Rocky. In yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that was also like that was one of my first like introductions to like hip hop is like like uh just some of his like earlier stuff. No, I wouldn't say my first introductions, but like when I first really started listening to hip hop music, I uh that was like I would have him on all the time. ASAP. Got it. Yeah, ASAP is tight. ASAP is tight. Um, okay. Fuck testing though. <laughs> testing was garbage. I wasn't feeling it. You didn't like testing. I didn't like testing. It was very experimental. I like the song with um with 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 my man Skepta. Skepta. That song was fire. Yeah, that joint um, was fire. What was it called? Uh, uh, Lord. It rains. Lord. It pulls. That yeah. song. Is Praise, the Praise the Lord. Yeah, that Praise song is Lord. really good. That's that joint's hot. One. That that joint's really hot. I also okay. That's a lot. I got two more. Buck Sleep was good and Distorted Records was good. But other than that, yeah, I wasn't feeling. That's a note for me. He was ex- very experimental on that. Hundred percent. L. A. Um, uh, trendy. 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 All right. Mm, I like that. I like that. And the last but not least, Donald Trump. Pass. <laughs> you said pass? Yeah, I'm a pass on this one. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So. The next segment here, we're going to get into some, you know, a slightly different game. Um, we want you to finish the sentence, right? All so right. I'm going to say a phrase. 
and I want you to finish it with whatever it is that you that you the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. All right. I want to be. Hi. <laughs> Don't we all? Hey, isn't that the name of your, one of your songs? Hi. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the video I dropped. Well, it's just spelled H I, but yeah, that's the video. It's gonna be on the uh, on the album. Okay. Yeah. Next sentence. Your favorite rapper of all time is, which you stated earlier. So. Yeah. So, so with that, so you like ASAP Rocky? What do you think about the other people in ASAP Mob? I mean, what's your? What's your I like ASAP Ferg. I like Nash. I like Ant. Rest in peace to Yams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the whole and I, I like how they uh how they kind of brought in Cardi like that. And oh, Ian Connor's a fucking go too. Ian Connor's tight. Ian Connor. Ian Connor is tight. And, and, and Playboy Cardi is like an affiliate. To the mob, right? Oh yeah, he, he, I he met not, him not actually really in the mob. Oh, you met him, really? Oh, yeah, I met him at the uh, the skate park over here. It's called Old Fourth Woods Skate Park in Atlanta. I was just skating with my with my friends over there, and we saw him pull up, and I saw some. Oh, I just I saw the corner of my eye. I saw this bird marker. I was like, damn! That, I said to my friend, that looks like Playboy Cardi. He's like, oh yeah, that's him. And no one really gave a shit because apparently he's just he used to just always be over there. I mean, obviously not so much anymore after like recent years, but like you know, that mm-hmm. was cool. That's a cool story. Yeah, it, it is. is dope. It is, and you understood what he was saying. Like you understood the mumbling. More importantly, was he making all those noises in person <laughs> that he does on the song? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what you said? <laughs> I can't hear you. You <laughs> understood what he was saying. Like you understood oh. <laughs> the, through the <laughs> yeah, mumbling. Yeah, yeah. Like he was making sense to you. We did. Uh, we rapped for him though, and he gave some guy like hella weed. <laughs> mm. Sounds like Playboy Carter to me. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, he just like some some dude just like killed a freestyle. He just like reached into his sack and pulled out a handful. It's like here you go, that's your prize. Yeah, man. Yeah, bunch of weed. <laughs> here you go, bud. Yeah. So, so what's next? What's next for you, man? Like, what's what's what, for, should, we, what should we expect? Uh, yeah, what what, what should we expect? What do, what do you want the people to know? Give us a five year plan, like you know, <laughs> mapped out. <laughs> Goals. Well, no, I'm joking. Um, I I'm about to drop an album. That's cool. Uh, I'm I'm going to college, which is less cool. But like, I guess you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, yeah. But really, just in terms of like the music, I'm just gonna keep making music until I don't enjoy it anymore, which I doubt will happen. But you know, uh, really just trying to become more professional, more like uh grounded. I'm trying to get a get a good team of people around me. Uh just so I can in terms of like promotion and marketing and stuff, because I definitely want to start I haven't really like done much self promotion and stuff like that because I don't know where to start, but I'm definitely gonna start marketing myself, try to reach a reach a, a wider audience. But most of all I'm really just gonna just keep making music and hope that people like it. So that's what I want to hear. The album is called uh, the album's called Maybe, and it is coming out uh, soon. That's all I can say. Just I'm literally on the way to the studio to go master the rest of the songs. So oh, that's dope. You said you said maybe. Is that what I heard? Yeah, it's called Maybe. 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 Okay. Nice. And you got any social media that you can shout out right now that yeah. people can follow? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Uncle Bender. 
just U-N-C-L-E-B-E-N-D-R. There's no E between the D and the R because I'm, I'm cool and trendy. Uh, <laughs> like L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to move to L.A. Um, shit, I got... I got Twitter. I think that is also just Uncle Bender, all one word. Okay. I don't really use Twitter. I'm kind of saving that. I just stole the handle so no no one else could take it in case I Smart man. ever need to use it. Right, right. Okay. That's what's up, man. Uh, you on Facebook? Yeah. You on Facebook or what? TikTok? Yeah. yeah you My dad t- has a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is this TikTok thing? I don't know. Oh, I, I is, never heard of TikTok in my life. so fucking random. I don't I you know, say man. TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, there's this app called TikTok, man. I'm not even hip. Yeah, I, will, I don't know if you I want to be You cannot catch me on TikTok. I don't know if I want to be hip, man. <laughs> You don't you don't want it that bad. Trust me, that 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 app is like a black hole. Oh shit! Right, I'm staying away from it. Absolutely. I can use the iPhone space, the storage <laughs> yeah, space. Word. Hey man, hey, we appreciate you joining us, man. For real. You uh. Yes, sir. You the you the inaugural inaugural uh, uh uh interview we have on the podcast, and we hope you much success in the future, man. For real. And I'm definitely looking out for you, yes, man. I'm definitely looking out for that project. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, we, I definitely you know we support. Um, yeah, y'all run a good show. This is fun. Uh, I definitely want to come back on sometime. Oh, yeah, Hopefully, next time I'll have I'll have a much larger following, and I can uh, I can bring all the I can bring the crowds. You can bring. You got remember. You got to come out with a hive or bender or game, a, bender uh, game, bender right, bro, game, bender game. Bring the bender hive or the. You know what I'm saying? Bender, right, here's bender the, Navy. the benderers, bender navy. <laughs> If y'all blow up first, you gotta fuck with me. And if I blow up first, I'll fuck with y'all. <laughs> hey, that's a simple that's a simple uh, equation there. There hey, you go. There you go. Yes, sir. Shoot. All right. Well, all right, man. Um, like I said, man, um first and foremost, y'all need to go follow this man. He gave y'all the Twitters, he gave y'all all the all the handles. Do do your thing, man. Like, get hit to his music. I think his 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 song Boy is 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 streamed very heavily on Spotify, man. People fucking with that song a lot. So Yeah, that was a weird that was a weird uh I just woke up one day and like the song had doubled and then every day after that it just keep going up like ten thousand a day and I'm like, what the 10, fuck? Ten thousand a day. Yeah, that joint blowing up. It's blowing wow. up for real. Because it, it yeah, you know, the whole algorithm Spotify shit. It doesn't they only get like five hundred a day now, but yeah. you know, if you went some You know what you gotta say? You, you know what you gotta say when that happens, right? My hit just well, went do. viral. <laughs> right stroke? What does the right stroke do, though? <laughs> viral. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. It's something like that, right? Yeah. How many streams he got? Uh, Right now, I think it's in around one, <laughs> 130,000. 130,000. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 130,000, I think. Yeah. That's impressive, man. That's impressive. No marketing? I mean, not or I should say, not no much marketing. marketing. That's what's Whoa. up, man. It, I guess internal Spotify marketing. They put me on the Discover Weekly playlist, so like a lot of people hit me up and they're like, "Yeah, find me on Spotify." Like, okay, cool. Yo, man. Personally, if I had to bet my savings account, we're gonna be seeing Uncle Bender a lot. And I'm being dead hey, ass. Yeah. I'm being dead ass serious. If you want to, like, I think I think. I can, I think you are, you you you're gonna be one of the bigger artists. I I can I can see it. Yeah, I can see it, man. 
for sure. You want to bet me your savings account? No, not you. <laughs> um, hey, you don't even know how much you got. I mean, in unless savings. you want all fifteen dollars. This man I is broke. All right, you, you don't. You don't want fifteen cents. You, you no, want, fifteen want, cents. Fifteen what? cents. Or $15? You just showed me earlier before oh, yeah, we recorded, man. Damn, man, you, you ain't got no what? money. I had money in there. Man, he outed you. He outed you on your own show, know, man. man. Hey, listen, listen. He should have never shown me, man. I I had more <laughs> money, but. I, I got a cheeseburger instead of hamburger, man. That, that damn cheese. Always. That cheeseburger is an asset now. Cheese, it's an asset. Cheese is an asset, man. They asked me. I said, you know what? Cheese does sound good. And now I'm broke. Hey, that's sad, man. Um, Uncle Bender, man. When, Wait, you, so where you, when you get some money, man, that, make sure you look out for my man QD, man. He, he needs it. Of right? course. He needs it. Spread the love. Damn it, the I love. need it. What were you about to say, though? Where do y'all where do y'all live again? So we're in DC, man. We're we're on the DC. Yeah, we're on the um the DMV area. I don't know if you're familiar with that phrasing um at all. I've been like one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah if you ever in the area, hit us up. Shit, if we ever in Atlanta, we'll hit you up. Man, we appreciate Most the definitely. time, man. Y'all ever in Atlanta. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, I appreciate the time. It. Absolutely, have, man. Uh, have a good show. Appreciate it, man. All right, Yo, man. Peace out, bro. All right, peace. All right. Ill-advised thoughts. So, for my ill-advised thoughts, I, you know, I want to talk about uh, the hottest songs of all time when it comes to the summertime. We all love summer. That's usually the time that, you know, artists actually try to bring out their best music because there's this, this, this stigma of, you know, if I can own the summer, then I'm the hottest artist that year. And so, you know, I was just looking through um, Billboard's uh, top 100 songs of the summer of all time. And it was very notable. Some some of the songs are very notable to me. Um, in the top 20, Beyonce and Jay-Z's Crazy in Love. You know how that is. That's a... Very dance heavy song, um, you know. Go uh, go was involved in it. Uh, just the dynamic of Beyonce and Jay Z, a power couple in hip hop, getting together that was big. That was huge. Um, and then number nineteen, Umbrella, Rihanna featuring Jay Z, that was on there. Uh, we all know how special that song is. Uh, it, it it was crossing genres uh between pop and r&b uh it really in my opinion catapulted rihanna to that next level as an artist um and then the dream uh, a dude that was a a writer at the time that was writing for everybody that was big that was really when people started paying attention and saying hey this guy is pretty talented and i want to work with him um more songs on here uh donna summer bad girls nelly hot in here it's getting hot in here remember that like when we we're in middle school that was huge that was huge uh what else we got here we got surprisingly we belong together from ryan carey i thought that was a very energetic song blurred lines with robin thick pharrell and ti that was a real fun summertime song right But you would never guess 
what the top two songs of all time is for the summertime. You want to take a guess? Take it. Take a guess. Top two songs of summer, and I, I'm not talking just hip hop. We're talking hip hop, pop, rock, alternative, EDM, everything. Top two songs are summer. Right. Top summer songs of all time. Will Smith, "Summertime." Hmm. It's a good guess, but nah, no, nah. it's a good guess. It's not on there. It's not on there. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Because <laughs> I don't believe any of the other ones are even close. I mean, think about it. There was some really good song- country grammar, I believe, came out in the summer. Uh, even just if you go back to last year, in my feelings came out around summertime, right? Yeah, but you said um, all time of all time, and yeah. this is no, not just, just hip hop. R&B. This is everything, right? Get better Alex Trebek, by the way. Yeah, I don't got anything. Time's up. I don't got it. Number two on the list of summertime songs. Best all time. The Boy is Mine by Brandy and Monica. Would have never guessed. The Boy is Mine. Summertime, you at a pool party, you want to hear The Boy is Mine? Yeah, I'm not hearing that. The Boy is Mine. You know what that tells you? How huge Brandy and Monica were. A lot of the, the people in this generation don't remember how much of an impact Brandy and Monica had, but they were major artists. Uh, Brandy had Moesha. Monica was... Um, doing something but <laughs> she was she was people knew who monica was you know she was popular she was on space jam soundtrack i remember that song that she had that was real personal um but that was number two the boy is mine and number one for summertime songs of all time number one most popular got the most hits number one one I'll be missing you by Puff Daddy. All right, that's not. How's that a summer song? Summertime song came out in the summer. All right, I'll be missing you by Puff Daddy. So, I know the typical bando representer or trap administrator would say, "What? I'll be missing you, Puff Daddy? Puff Daddy owns the number one song of the summer." Really? How the hell did that happen? But Daddy's barely a rapper, right? Well, you got to take a couple things into consideration. Big just passed at that time. And that was earth shattering. You know, just lost Tupac in 96. Big passed 97, March. At the time, we kind of wanted explanations. And though Puff Daddy didn't give an explanation at the time, uh, he gave us kind of like a, a closing of that terrible chapter in hip-hop it was almost like a pay homage and let's celebrate their lives so i'll be missing you kind of felt like that at a very critical time in hip-hop in my opinion the most critical time in hip-hop and then if you think about it that really started the whole sampling craze in hip-hop where you know people were sampling old school songs left and right 
And then I think the most important thing about that song was it and 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 at that time was that it kind of extended Biggie's life, right? Like we've been hearing Puff Daddy on the background, you know, on Biggie albums like Ready to Die and stuff like that and and Life After Death. This kind of extended the uh the 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 whole feeling of Biggie's music to the masses. It was almost like, you know how when you lost something, you go to the next best thing like you know, if, if if I ate up all the, you know, if I ate up all the mac and cheese in the in the fridge, I'm gonna go to the next best thing, uh, spaghetti, or something like that. <laughs> That's a bad example, but you get where I'm coming from with that. Um, so the next worst thing, <laughs> <laughs> but who's counting? And and Sting was on it. That's another thing that we should say about that. Sting was on it. So I thought it was interesting to talk about that for my ill-advised thoughts. Uh, something that a lot of people don't know. I'll Be Missing You was the top song of the summer. Um, you know, as as you know, there's a couple songs right now that has this shot. Uh, no Guidance is one of them that comes to my mind right now. But Old as, Town Road. Old Town Road. But as it stands right now, a song called I'll Be Missing You that's very, very sappy, very, very powerful is the king of the summer. All right. Um, I don't know who who would have ever guessed that. I don't even think Puff Daddy knows that stat. <laughs> I, I really doubt he knows I that stat. It. I doubt it. Um, hey, Puff, you got Song of the Summer, man. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, word. Song of yeah. the Summer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Take that, take that. Take that. Take that back. Take I'll that take, back. No, take I'll that take, back. I'll take that. I'll take, take that, that all the way back. <laughs> um, All right. Cool ill-advised thoughts. So, mine is actually going to be really quick. Um... You know, you talked about Biggie very slightly. Um, and actually, when you were saying that, for whatever reason, I started thinking about Rick Ross. Not that you sparked my ill-advised thoughts, but I actually was already going to talk about Rick Ross. But in this respect, uh, <clears throat> recently Rick Ross went on the Drink Champs. I don't know if y'all know what Drink Champs is. Nori has a podcast that used to be fire back in the two, three years ago, that shit was fired. Then they kind of ran out of people to talk to, which I actually knew was going to happen because the basis of the show was to talk to all these legends. And I'm like, okay, how many legends are there? There's only, uh, there's a lot, but there's an, a finite amount. Therefore the basis of your show will get played out, but this is not about drink champs, but this is about the fact that Rick Ross recently went on there and he talked about a whole lot. He talked about his new album possibly coming out soon. Didn't give any specifics. He talked about, you know, the fact that he's one of those underappreciated lyricists that really doesn't get the credit that, you know, the real hip hop people know him to be, but like the masses don't really acclaim him in that regard. You know, he also talked about, some of the controversies that was going on between Meek Mill and Wale. I mean, if you guys remember, which everyone probably should, the controversies that happened between Meek Mill and Wale, they had issues. You know, Wale was very, very volatile at the time. And you could argue so was Meek Mill. 
a lot more volatile than they both are at this point in their careers. And they really were not seeing eye to eye. And they were on the same MMG team. So Rick Ross talked about how he was handling, you know, not really getting in the middle, not picking sides, right, between two dudes who were actually on his roster. You know, naturally, when people fight, when you have a, a group of people who are going at it, one of the one of the most natural things to do is to try to understand where each person is coming from and try to and try to, uh, you know, try to resolve it if you can. Uh I don't really feel like a lot of people do a really good job at that shit, but here's the thing. He provided, I think he provided a really good lesson in that Drink Champs uh, uh, special, Drink Champs episode, because a lot of people need to really get a freaking handle of not stepping in between uh, people's problems and people's beefs that they may have. If you're if you're in between an issue that is that is going on between two people that you're aware of, just let that shit play out. Don't pick sides. Like just let the two people eventually come to terms, understand exactly who they are and what why they have an issue and you just sit back and just wait for that shit to happen. There's no need to pick sides. I think people pick sides way too fucking much and just jump to conclusions and Again, Rick Ross, I think in the midst of sort of just providing some of that insight, he talked about his 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 Port of Miami 2 album, which, again, has been slated for release for a long ass time, at least up to a year since he made that announcement that he was coming out with it. Um, I don't know if we really need another Rick Ross project. I'm just being honest with you. I... I would fuck with Rick Ross. I really do. I like Rick Ross. I think he's one of the best lyricists, as most people who are in, engulfed in the culture actually believe him to be. I think his Deep in the Rap album was is classic. I think he has a lot of fire-ass uh, projects that he's dropped over the years. But I'm not really sure which direction Rick Ross is going to go in on this Port of Miami 2. Is he going to give us a green Gucci suit? Song, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I hate it. I hope not. You know, part of the problem with Rick Ross is that he's he's always been a at least since he's been popping um over the years, he's been he's been very um he's been very trendy. Been very trendy. You could argue he started a couple waves that just ended um ultimately but i just don't know which angle rick ross can come in in 2019 i just don't know i thought his last project was really good um if you guys remember he led he led the album with that controversial song where he was dissing birdman i thought it was tight as controversial as it was i think rick ross his talents were on display he also had the song santorini greece i thought that song was cool he had a lot of really good songs on this on, on that last album. So I'm really curious to see, especially after some of the songs that I've heard him put out since, which has not been that many, but I've heard a few. And Green Gucci Suit, I pray to God, is not on that album. I hope he's not going backwards, and I hope he's at least moving into this automatic stratosphere in which I believe Rick Ross is possible and capable to actually go with. But... This is not even about Port of Miami 2. This is about a simple lesson of, guys, just 
if 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 you have friends, if you have friends that are are are, are at odds, just stay out of it. Stay out of it, please. Just this is just a PSA. This is a PSA. We've seen what happens when people get in the, get in the middle of situations. Jay Z, uh, uh, the whole Jay Z Dame Dash, that whole Rockefeller camp. They pick sides. They pick sides. Kanye West. The reason why Kanye West ain't cool with Dame Dash or Jay Z at this point stems b- b- from that whole that whole uh, uh, that whole issue that they had. Now, obviously, Kanye West. They kind of re- he re- he kind of rekindled his his uh his uh friendship with Jay Z over the over time they dropped the album but bottom line guys just stay out of it just stay out of it mind your own business I lo- like I I love people who mind their own fucking business I love it it's great that's really all I got man let's get out of here man I'm ready to eat, ready to eat some crawfish. Let's go. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. You Boss. know, I'm 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 actually glad that you brought this subject up because I actually read about it too. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about MMG, especially at that time, was they were filled with characters. Um, Wale is a big character, and Meek Mill, we all know his character. You know, hood guy that's a little on the emotional side. Actually, they're all emotional. Meek Mill, Wale. I said they're very volatile. Uh, they were extremely they volatile are, back then. They are both of them have calmed volatile. down. They they have both calmed down, and so you know, I'm just glad that they were able to squash their differences. But um, I'm not sure they would have been able to if they didn't have like a, a a guy like Rick Ross, you know, the boss. It wouldn't have been backing possible. them up, like. It wouldn't. Because I, I feel like the boss is that type of guy that just, you know, tries to promote unity. So um I'm glad that was a that was a good uh televised thought. Yeah, man. Um yeah, let's get out of here, man. Uh as always, if you've made it this far, fuck with us. Check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Dream Vision Network, ill advised wise guys, ratings game, music, damn it. You got any last thoughts? Um, thought or thoughts? Well, I don't have thoughts no more, man. Damn, I man. I, I, I don't do thoughts. Yeah, thoughts are overrated. So, if you're giving advice, make show it's ill. Yes, sir. <laughs>